Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hi, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey. It's <laughs> December. I'm so excited. I'm getting into the spirit. I am too. It is super cool that we have made it to the end of 2020. Yes. And I know I'm, I'm throwing in something, some downer after being excited, but what? like we, we think that we have set aside that 2020 is going to end all of our toils and, and, yeah. and traumas and dramas, but still I'm happy to get to the end of it. We still have hope yeah. for the new year. We do. And you know, things are kind of starting to change it, the tone. So <laughs> I'm, I'm hopeful I'm hopeful for next year. And I like that we can be hopeful. The interesting thing, because this was a year I didn't like so much. I don't know (laughs) if you can relate. (laughs) But there were things that happened in 2020 that weren't so bad. There are things that I discovered that I could do remotely and stuff like that. You know, Mm -hmm. there were things that I said, oh, I like do working from home or I like Mm -hmm. Seeing your kids more. I'm seeing my kids a whole lot more Mm because they don't go anywhere. You know, I bonded with my cat more than ever before. Like I have never seen your cat as much as I have seen your cat. That's true. Yeah. On Zoom because we do a lot of Zoom. My cat has never been as interested in me before (laughs) 2020 when I'm home all the time and I have all this new equipment where I want him to stay off of. He's like, this is amazing. Let me step on it. So... (laughs) I, I said all that to say that there's been positive uh, mm-hmm. that has come out of 2020 in my life as a whole. Yeah. And even though things uh, did not really work the way I had planned. Yeah. Anyway, and, but yeah, it was it wasn't all bad. Yeah, there. Not to lose sight of the fact that a lot of people have been sick, and there's a lot of sadness going around with it. There have been some real benefits, but I think it's been an opportunity for people to not only reflect on what's important, but to also have an opportunity to kind of change up the way we're doing things and find out that, girl, we don't need to be at a meeting every single time. We don't. No, no, no. I'll just, I'll just go on the web conference. I'll click the link. (laughs) I'll I'll click the link. And that was, that was another thing. Like for us, the podcast was still very new for us in yeah, January. That's true. We're only three months in. That's right? true. That's true. And, and we learned something beautiful. Before the, the pandemic, we were driving, meeting up at an office location, mm-hmm. hauling in our stuff, record, yes. setting up then tearing down and then getting back in our cars and driving, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes home. Yeah, each, each, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if we were lucky, like sometimes when we meet over on my side of town, that meant you had like a 35 minute drive. Yeah, so that's right. Cause we would yeah. do that sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Zoom has been so much. I like to see you in person, Ramel. I really I do. Seeing you in person. It's great. But this has made podcasting so much easier, easier. for us in our busy mm-hmm. lives. So now yeah. I'm thankful that we stumbled across this and had to figure out how do we do it? Because this right. is great. And it's easy to, to meet with guests like this too. Yeah. The power of the pivot for year 2020. Oh, yeah. Power <laughs> of the pivot. Yeah. Power of the pivot. Because we've had to do it. But some of the really exciting things that Tawanda and I got an opportunity to sit down and think about 
were like some of our most favorite, maybe or maybe and profound something that profound, yeah. us. Right. yeah, yeah, because you know we like to have a lot of fun, but there were a couple of moments that um, were really challenging for right. us. They weren't yeah. the laughing episodes. We had yeah. a few of those that just weren't. We didn't laugh that much, but they were important, mm-hmm. and they so important. we wanted yeah. to take this time to highlight some of the episodes that we found were favorites or profound in some way and tell you about it. You know, some a lot of times if we're interviewing someone, you we give time to the person we're interviewing and we mm-hmm. respond in the moment, but then there's some other thoughts we have. So I figured we can throw some of those in as right. we talk about uh, some of the episodes that really struck us this year. By far, listen guys, we only chose like six and it it's was like hard. Picking because- your favorite child. Right? I know. It's like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you do that? So we really do like a lot of the, all like all of the other episodes too. Yeah, yeah. But we had to scale it down, and we didn't want this to be a five-hour episode. So yeah, no, no. We, we just that. picked a few, and we're just going to talk about about those. Mm-hmm. And we have fun clips, so you don't have to rush back and say, "Oh, what is she? What was she talking about?" We got the audio yes. clip for you. So. Yeah, we have the audio clip, but you can listen to it too. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> if you've missed right. it, we'll yeah. remind you which episode you can go back to if you want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, why don't we start with the first one we had in mind? I want to call it spare key, but I know that's not what it's about. No, it. the title of the episode is Who is in Your Village? Yep, it was episode 41. Yes, and that was with Dr. L. Brown. And um, Dr. L, she came to us through a listener. That's true. She it was a li- to- yeah, that's true. She, she yeah. heard about us through another listener who said you really should talk to her and thanks we, we listed yeah li- thanks we um we listened and when I tell you that was such a good find for us mm-hmm. Dr. L is really engaging and we became like instant girlfriends I think that like, was the part about this whole uh, for for this episode just and being able to reflect on this mm-hmm. we really did grasp some other girlfriends from the podcast experience yes. um, uh, because we had conversations with both um, we, Wida, who introduced us to Dr. L right. and Dr. L. So when we talk about growing our universe of girlfriends, I feel like we've done that. Yeah, we really have. We so really let have. me play a small clip. Yeah, let me just set this up just a quick sure. second. Even though we're talking about building your village, this episode kind of um, was set in the insecure lens. Oh, thank you for, yes. <laughs> for that disclaimer. So, yes. That's right. So just so you understand what we're kind of talking about, but we're actually in this moment talking about the relationship between um, Molly and Issa. And the, and the HBO special Insecure, which was also a pretty big thing for us in 2020. Yes, it was. It <laughs> thank was. you for the setup. You're welcome. But I have a different question. I want you to explain spare keys because you mentioned it twice. And I want to make sure I, I understand your concept of spare keys because it sounds interesting. So when I say spare keys, those are your gifts, talents, and resources that you can give away easily mm-hmm. and they'll replenish themselves. It's not something you will miss. 
So it's not something that's going to take you out of your way. So let's say if you have a friend or a villager Mm -hmm. and they are in need of something, Mm-hmm. And it's something that is readily available to you. Mm-hmm. And you can give this to the person and not miss it. So I figure the way I use the word spare key is like, if I give you this key mm-hmm. and I put my hand in my pocket and there's another key there, mm-hmm. that means the key I gave you was a spare. So it's not going to prevent me from opening any doors because I gave that key to you. Got you. And we all have these gifts and talents. Right. So some things you can give to people and it's going to cost you something. You have to then mm-hmm. think about you know, like, do I have the time, effort, or energy mm-hmm. needed to give that to this individual? But a spare key, that's a quick answer. That's a let me introduce you to, um, like, if someone asks me about a podcast, I mightn't say, you know, I may say, well, oh, go to this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send them somebody who's, that's their spare key. Because if it's their spare key, they probably put the information on YouTube. They probably already have it all there. Right. For me, it's going to cost me some energy to explain to you what mic, what this, because that's not my area. Right, right. And if we take it back to the insecure, we thought that it would have been a spare key for Molly to just Mm -hmm. make that connection. Issa thought so as well, but Molly thought something different. Molly was like, no, this is going to cost me. And I'm not willing to give you something that's going to cost me in my relationship. Yeah. (laughs) I had to stop that. We could just go on forever. (laughs) I I know. Yeah, we were talking about who is in your village, but that spare key, a little nugget of advice mm-hmm. when people ask you for stuff that costs you, and mm-hmm. I don't mean money, but just, it could be money, but that costs time. you um, time or energy and effort. And I mean, all of that is a cost. Uh, just being able to refer to it as a spare key and say, no, if it's going to cost me more and I'm not willing to pay for it, so to speak. Okay. What? I just when you said when you said when you explained it, it sounds it sounded more like why you wouldn't. That's true. I guess because I say yes, we say yes so often. Uh-huh. We say yes when we mean no. So you're right. I, I took it to a different. I was like, that's not what I was going with that. <laughs> but this time I was listening to it. Come on, think about. Well, no, I understand what you were saying for me. I took, I helped remind me, don't, don't be so quick to offer up things that aren't spare keys and that I end up regretting. Yeah. No, I know what's your spare key and you can give that away, but then allocate somebody else. Does, you know, does make someone else to handle something that mm -hmm. um, if it has a heavier cost and I'll just say for me, that's how it stuck for me. And I was helpful for me. Yeah. I understand. I understand now. I, I literally had to take me a second to kind of connect with it, but wait, wait, that's not how it- I, it's the opposite. It's the opposite of, no, it's okay though. There's spare keys and there's things that are not spare keys. And to understand the difference is to understand what you're willing to do. Right. right. Yeah. So just, for my example, Ramel, can you make me a, a cake from scratch? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I heard so many great things about Ormel's homemade <laughs> yeast rolls. That's what I want. And you know how to do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, this weekend, can can you make me some yeast rolls? I yeah. mean, it will be like definition key, of right? not a spare key. Not a spare key. Not a spare oh. key. Oh. But it's nice to be able to give that definition to it. So I understood <laughs> it. It just, it, you got to it in a way that I wasn't expecting. So okay. I, it took me a second. Oh, you all. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. 
So, <laughs> well, you know, I didn't even realize it for our next one, follow your dreams. It was one of the follow your dream episodes mm-hmm. with Tamika Fryer Brown. She's also a Brown. We have the Brown girls right next to each other. No relation. Yeah. Okay. And Tamika is actually uh, was a classmate of mine at FAMU. Okay, so many people were classmates of her, or at least FAMUans. <laughs> we were FAMUans. So, I mean, like that's that goes without saying. Just assume. Yeah, yeah I yeah, there were a couple. <laughs> Actually, it's so funny though. We've interviewed so many FAMUans, and we found out after the fact that they were FAMUans, or we, you know, we didn't. I didn't know them down at FAMU, but anyway, I know Tamika and, um, and, but she is an amazing award winning children's author, children's book author, excuse Mm me. Uh, I interviewed her just prior to the pandemic. Things were just starting to did that one at at live, right? Yes, we did that Mm -hmm. live together and it was in the middle of February. So that was when things were starting to shake up. And so we actually did get a chance to do it in person. Episodes to follow your dreams. So that made it really fun where this went. Yes. The funny thing is for the, some of the other people we have interviewed, Mm -hmm who are like following their dreams and they have this idea, the kind of common denominator is that they have this like vivid dream. They come out of this dream and it's like real. Yeah. And for you, and it was real because you came out with a whole, a whole da 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 right? so fantastic i i get amazed at i think the power that's in us Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we don't pay any attention to it how many other times have we woken up with some idea and we just didn't pursue it absolutely you know absolutely that that's really interesting that you say that i think that likely when we're asleep our our defenses are down our distractions are low Mm -hmm. and the important thoughts and the important feelings um, that are within us, they can come to the surface and we can pay more attention to them mm-hmm. in, the, in that state, whether you're actually asleep, uh, asleep and dreaming or, you know, right. almost asleep, whatever. We're just, that, that's very interesting. I think that's true too. Yes, that was, that was a really fun conversation, but um, it really hit home for me. With, yeah, do uh, do tell because I'll have an example of how it hasn't quite hit home for me. So you go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in developing the podcast, we came up with this idea to do a follow your dream segment. And I want to say it to me, it wasn't really real. It was like a, a slogan, so to speak, yeah. until we started actually doing it. And then it just became so real, like look at how many people have started great things by actually following a dream. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me make sure, because when you say follow a dream, I want to make sure people know we mean a literal, they fell asleep and in that state of being asleep, an idea. Mm-hmm. Now you heard Ramel just now talking about da-da-da-da-da. That was uh, in reference to a song or a melody that, was it a melody? It was or maybe a cadence. It was the cadence, and within 24 hours, she had the book 
fully written. And no, it was a children's book, but still I'm saying like a whole book. Right, like right. The, that's not something that typically successful. people mm-hmm. do. It was, it was just, it was just another thing that kind of said, hey, following your dreams, that's a real concept. That's a real thing. Like don't don't sleep on your dreams. Like I'm using air quotes, you know. <laughs> I hear that, but Ramel, has that ever happened for you? Where you woke, you had a dream, and you said, "I'm going to do what I saw in that dream because that feels right." Well, yeah, because that's why we're talking on a podcast, <laughs> you know. That was a dream, and I right? Was, yeah, that was a dream, and it was like it was so very real to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, when I tell you, I had zero clue. And you know that because you've been here the whole, the whole right. step of the way. Yeah. You're like, how are we going to do that? I'm like, girl, I don't know. But I had a dream <laughs> today. <laughs> you want to be part of it? Okay. Right, yeah, we've told that story. I will say that after hearing that episode, because I wasn't there for that episode, <laughs> but after yeah, hearing yeah. that episode and realizing, okay, wait, I really have seen a ton of people do very fantastic things based on something mm-hmm. they dreamed about. I started, I say I put a notebook next to my bed. I didn't, I just get up and I put it in my phone. But still, <laughs> when I do dream about Listen something, up. even when I don't know whether there's anything to it or not, if mm-hmm. I can remember it, which is, that's like the hard part. But hard if part, I can yeah. remember it, I write it down just in case. Cause I want one of those times. Like I have a friend who, she writes poems and she just says, oh, the poem, I, I birthed a poem. I woke up and it was in my head. I was like, uh, you know, I dreamed about it and I just wrote it down. It's like, wow. Right. I am right. so looking forward to that happening for me. Yeah. And it probably would yeah. have happened if I had just written it down and I forgot. So I have decided that from now on, I'm just going to write it down. So I'm still waiting, yeah. y'all, for that moment where I get to follow my dream. I can't wait. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I am. I mean, it's, it's, it was just a fantastic moment. It was a fantastic interview. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It is the second most popular episode that we have released. Yeah. But it's called follow your dreams to make a fryer Brown. Mm -hmm. You'll see it. (laughs) All right. Now the next one I wanted to talk about the next two are heavier. Like we laugh Mm -hmm. a lot in most of our episodes because we laugh a lot in general. But that doesn't match real life because sometimes in life it's hard to laugh. There's the things right. that really hit us and hit us hard. And this year mm-hmm. was definitely one for things mm-hmm. that hit us hard. One of the things we decided to speak about, one of the topics was narcissism and specifically being in a relationship with a narcissist. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I'm saying this and not writing it. I cannot spell that word right. To I can't you. spell anyway, it either. That's beside the point. Yeah. The idea was to have someone else tell us all about um, what it's like to be in a relationship with a narcissist and to describe to us the characteristics of a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And the way that hit us in the end was profound and it was heavy. I think we both had just a hard time. We had a hard time, like just closing it out. I think we were actually speechless. We were actually lost for words for just how emotional it was. Mm-hmm. And we know people who have been in uh, narcissistic relationships. Uh, I can say what I want to say. I think the United States is wrapped in a <laughs> narcissistic, narcissistic relationship. relationship. And yes. so 
uh, and, and I think about other relationships I've seen or been a part of that felt something like that. So it, it was really one of those that hit us. Let me go ahead and play the clip and then we can talk about it a little bit more. What does it look like to help somebody get out? What does it look like for the person to get themselves out of a bad relationship like this? It is very difficult, you know, for them, for you to actually realize that this isn't going anywhere and I have to leave. It takes several times sometimes. I couldn't honestly tell you how many times I went back and forth with my ex-husband. Like, I can't count. You know, this person is toxic to the core, but you keep going back. So what happens is one of the first things that you have to do as a person leaving this situation is to understand that, well, number one, no consequence. That means you block this person and you stop following them on social media. You do not delete every picture, get rid of everything that reminds you of them. Because these people, they all act the same. Every narcissist acts the same. They're going to discard you or you discard them and they're still going to try and come back. Going no contact is the most important thing. That is what is going to break that trauma bond. Because listen, the narcissist is going to move on like this. They will be, they'll be married in 60 days after your relationship is over. It was this episode. I am always interested in people's behavior. And I know that there are people who um, are bad, bad people to be in relationships with. And I would want to mm -hmm. warn other people about that because it's a bad personality mm -hmm. type. But learning how toxic a mm -hmm. narcissist is and how mm -hmm. dangerous it is, if you think about having a loved one and the, and the clasp of someone mm -hmm. who is a narcissist, it is terrifying to listen and to. I think the thing that I want our listeners to grab a hold of is that narcissists don't come with a sign that says, hey, don't deal with me. I'm a really bad person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't come with that, that sign on and that um, they are very smart in the way that they deal with people and they really do trick people into their relationships. And so the thing that I learned is that people who are in narcissistic relationships a lot of times don't even know that they are in one for a very long time. So that's why for me, this episode was very important because if someone could listen mm -hmm. and say, oh, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what love bombing is. Right. Oh, you know, and the trauma bond. That was a word that I had. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with. And also just what she said at the beginning of this clip, which was mm -hmm. that in, in order to get away from a narcissist or to break off a relationship, it is a, a lot like how you'd break off an addiction. Mm -hmm. And so I want to yeah. treat, I would have thought we could treat people differently because it's people, it's a relationship. But right. it is an addiction like all That's other addictions that you got to drop, mm -hmm. you know, it's cold turkey, turn it all yeah. off. And, and these are things I know I would have been completely unprepared, unequipped to help someone who is in a narcissistic mm -hmm. relationship. So it, it, it just reminds me of lots of different situations where uh, I'm just glad I have this information now. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So let's see, let's move it on to the next. Yeah, the next one was also a, a tougher one because, all right, 2020 was hard, y'all. And we tried to talk about all the cool things that we like to talk about, things that made us laugh. But when G the George Floyd thing came about, right. that well, there was just nothing funny about that. 
and trying to process. It's like, I can't get to the funny before I process the pain. Right. And so we were like, we're going to talk. And we did a couple of episodes uh, about that. And we talked about emotions and feelings that I normally might not share with the world. But I think a lot of the world was feeling the same thing. So I'm going to go ahead and play a clip from our We Are Not Okay episode. Mm-hmm. All right. And, but my son, and he said, mom, he's 19, mm-hmm. black male. He says, mom, I've been so busy with work. I hadn't paid attention really to the news. And when I caught up tonight, I have just been in my room crying. Yeah, that's a hard call. And, and I, I took the time that he needed to talk. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I had presentations to do in the morning. I mean, the next day, it's like, I, but I needed to have this time to help my son, not by giving him answers, um, but maybe, yeah, helping him process, giving him opportunity to talk, giving him opportunity to vent. He's old enough to know I can't fix it. I can't, when I say it's going to be all right, it doesn't mean nothing bad will ever happen. It it just means it's going to be all right. You know, it's tough. It it was really, really. Yeah, I can hear the emotion in the voice for that one yeah um, so so yeah real people got real uh real issues and and I remember going to work with all that pain and specifically having water cooler conversations I say go to work this was remote but still having water cooler conversations with my colleagues and doing a presentation that next day Mm -hmm. like everything's great you know, I'm fine. And I wasn't, I wasn't fine. And I think the podcast helped me to articulate my pain publicly. Like, I think I needed to do that. I did not do any uh, protesting in the streets. I just wasn't comfortable right. with that. But just being able to share my truth uh, here and in this way was very helpful. We even got a song, not this episode, but I think the, the next episode <laughs> where Mel sang for us. You remember that? Oh no, I think it was this one. Was I it this one? I for, yeah, it was this one. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. we got a song out of you out of it. I now. can't even. I still can't believe I did that. <laughs> okay, I don't know it what stretches us, <laughs> y'all. You don't know how long we were friends before I ever got to hear her sing, and you guys got to do it in less than a, was it less than a year? <laughs> I think she that's likes hilarious. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I love it. Oh my goodness. That is so funny. So, um, but speaking of funny, we got, we went right on into our episode with Dr. Simone. And that was our, um, the doctor is in episode. Oh, I enjoyed Dr. Simone. She was funny and entertaining. Like I could have spent a lot more time talking to her, but the woman is busy, y'all. This was our first TV uh, celebrity (laughs) guest. Yes. And she, she's a, she's a fantastic, she's a fantastic person. She's a personal friend of mine going back to, I think, 1994, 1994, 1995. She is the most genuine, kind person. She's smart. She's witty. And you definitely hear all of that in this particular episode. Let's play a clip. And I would say, Twanda, that any doctor you are seeing, gynecologist, Mm -hmm. primary care, cardiologist, it doesn't matter. 
There needs to be a level of comfort that mm -hmm. you can be honest in the answers to the questions that you're being asked mm -hmm. and that you have time to ask the doctor any questions. Yeah. Right. And so often women and African-American women, we mm -hmm. are not asking questions and we are not comfortable. And mm -hmm. we're still going to see a doctor year after year after year when mm -hmm. we're not comfortable. And all mm -hmm. I want to do is tell you to stop doing that. You Just like in your professional life, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're choosing who you want to be around in the right. medical life. You need okay. to right. choose who you want to be around. Yeah. And I will raise my... Oh, sorry, I cut you off, girl. That's, 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 no, that's good. I, that's amen good. to everything. Dr. Simone was I'm over here. Hey, <laughs> man, clapping it out. Yeah. I I when I um hearing that it it just she's an OBGYN. I'm sorry if you didn't know. Mm -hmm. That was why I was I said I was trying to hurry up and get out of the doctor's office because it's kind of uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But as black women, especially, we don't get the same treatment. So we have to be really vocal. And she really drove that point home yeah. about how yeah, we did. need to feel comfortable. We need to take the time. She helped us recognize what we should expect from mm -hmm. our healthcare experience. She was like, demand this, do this. I don't care mm -hmm. how uncomfortable if it yeah, that it, it is, but you need to ask the questions and have the conversation. If you're not comfortable, find somebody else. And it was like, yeah, that's right. right. That's what we need to do. Right. Absolutely. She was great to talk to and made me very like, I don't know. I wanted, I just was like, why isn't my doctor like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, why doesn't my doctor ask me these kinds of questions? It just made it very, it made me very aware of what I was actually not getting mm -hmm. in my medical mm -hmm. care. And um, I did approach it differently. You, did. you know, I did this approach year. it differently. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And so we thank Dr. Simone, yep, absolutely, Dr. Simone Whitmore. That was a really good, it's a fun episode. We don't want you to think that that one was like, you know. No, we laughed. We laughed and we learned. She's funny. She's funny. <laughs> she's, she's funny all day long. So please listen to that one. That was great. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to start this last one by just playing okay. the clip and then we'll describe it later. <laughs> so let's just go with that. I already know. <laughs> For Valentine's Day, uh -huh. my husband and I went to the movies. Yes. And I, I believe you went to the movies too. And we both saw the same movie. Mm -hmm. The same night. Mm -hmm. The photograph. I was so looking forward to it. Oh, I love everything Issa Rae does. Yeah. Until then. Oh, my God. It's so funny to me. Hate it. <laughs> And it is so popular because I see so many people on Facebook and how how they love all this love. It was so great. They just they got together and there was no drama. It was just love and connection. And this was bored. The whole statement was dripping with like shade. I don't know what the next <laughs> level of shade is, but you were definitely. High performing shade. I mean, that was that high was performing okay, shade. So, 
High performing shade. Let me tell you. (sighs) I literally, every time I hear that clip, I cannot stop laughing. That is so funny to me because you were so genuine in that (laughs) statement. That's what made it so hilarious how much you truly did not like that That, movie. That is right. That is right. I stand behind that too. Okay. Our unpopular opinions episode was one of our personal favorites. It was fun to do. We were very transparent and talking about things that we don't like that other people probably do like or what we like like and other people don't like or or so forth. And again, we were able to weave in our insecure. (laughs) Insecure again. But I have to tell you now, Photograph is on HBO right now. I ain't watching um, it. I, well, okay. So I was like, well, maybe I, I'm going to watch it again. Did you watch I, it I, again? I did. I oh did. My God. I Wait a minute. It was so much better the second time around. Tell me it was. Wait a minute. It was not. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is my husband came into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He was doing some work in the, uh, in his office and he came into the kitchen. He's like, you're watching the photograph. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he that. goes, no, he says, is it as boring as it was the first time? It's <laughs> like, okay, so it wasn't just us. I mean, it was, oh, uh, Jimmy, we yeah, did yeah. not, and we did not enjoy it, but it wasn't, I was not compelled. I was just like, well, maybe it will be different this time. But even as I watched it again, it was just like, yeah, this is not my favorite. No, I wanted to. I wanted so much more. Uh, yeah, I, I love Issa Rae. I do. I, I, do. I still, do. Yeah, I do. You know, hey, if you're listening, you know, we still love everything else you're doing. Just not them two movies. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's just stay with Photograph. Okay. We there. We don't have to tell. I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. You make a very good point, Ramal. And it was more so we wanted to. That was an episode. We laughed a lot and, yeah. and we got a chance to to share a lot about ourselves. And that was a lot of fun. I think I want to do, my daughter says that is her favorite episode, episode. to date. So I, I think it, if you listen to that, you truly get a good feel for the way that we as, as friends really operate. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we agree on say- everything though. I thought we did agree more often than we do. And this and this podcast has taught me that we don't agree on everything, and mm-hmm. there's still a lot of stuff I don't know about her. <laughs> I have been so amazed uh, at, at that revelation too. <laughs> it's been so much fun. So, th- but we just wanted to give you guys an opportunity <laughs> to hear some of our favorite moments although like seriously like I said before it was like trying to pick a favorite child it's very hard to do we enjoy doing so many of the episodes so we just hope that you guys get a chance to enjoy them as well and if you guys want to give us an early Christmas gift yes you guys share our podcast with somebody who needs a laugh who wants some girlfriends, (laughs) you know, (laughs) write us a review, give us some stars, do any of those things. Those things are free and we could so (laughs) use those We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. So, yes, absolutely. So, Tawanda, do you have anything else? I'm just too busy smiling. I have really enjoyed going over our favorite stuff. No, I, I, my heart is content. Now, if all in all hearts and minds are satisfied, 
<laughs> you better bring church in. <laughs> yes, yes. If the visitors have stood and told us where they're from, we're good to go for the benediction. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming by and sitting down with us today. We really appreciate it. So until next time, peace and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's Girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's Girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, Peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.